Welcome to Snyder on Collie. <laughs> I mean, it, it took forever to start winter, and now it's like I'm a week into it, and my nerves are shot. We're coming to you from studio that where has, it is insanely warm for a change. I like it. We have a radiator. All of our walls have acoustic padding on them. Well, in air quotes. For acoustic. those of you that listen to a lot of homegrown podcasts, Snyder on Call. Is, is about as homegrown as you're going to get. <laughs> but we're more sophisticated, I would say, in our quality, our audio quality. Although oh, yeah. our mixing, our Where bumps. we made the investment was microphone, soundboard, computer, and right. technically, aesthetically, nobody's coming in here to do a photo shoot for any kind of podcast newsletter. <laughs> no, like, they better not. It, yeah. We are here at wintertime. This, although we posted podcast number 40 on January 1st, 2019, it was sort of a wrap on 18. So I'm going to say this is really our first official 19 podcast. It's podcast number 41. One. Happy New Year. And when we posted 40, uh, we were, I think, around 5,800 total downloads and downloads does not necessarily mean listens no yeah we always say like you know 50 57 of those are us because we're trying to figure out what we're doing (laughs) but we are very close to 6,000 downloads who are you people and I think well you know what we heard between last podcast and this podcast from more listeners and just so you know listeners if you have a Facebook page, page. channel identity, <laughs> Facebook page, and you're listening to us through Podbean, you can go onto Facebook and you can private message us. Yeah, and, and we love it. Like when we get a private message, it's like the Publishers Clearinghouse team is arriving with a huge. <laughs> like we go create, we call each other, we send texts. Did you check it out? Did you read? Did you see? So we're so happy to hear from Lori, one of our listeners, just to tell us how happy she is. Amy, getting ready to drive to and from Cleveland during a blizzard whiteout. I love to hear from my friend Karen from college. She's the real deal. Super fan. She super fan. Her as a listener lends a little credibility in my book. Robin in Boston, a world famous interior decorator who listens and refers often. And the number of gentlemen listeners is I don't say shockingly alarming but it makes me giggle. Like I love when I'm in a meeting and someone says afterwards, hey that that thing you're doing with Julie is really funny. Well, who was the person yes, that yesterday did not <laughs> and a real, board member? And was it a, a man or it was a, a woman? Guy. And we we're talking. You, somehow you came up and he said, "Oh my God, if you ever get a chance, she does a hilarious podcast with a friend of hers, and it's so funny. You should listen." And I said, "Yeah, it's me. Like I'm. <laughs> it's Snyder on Colin like, and Snyder. I'm the other. I'm the friend. Like." Which makes me feel like maybe I'm drifting into the the shadows on this podcast. Like I gotta, I gotta get. He's oh, you guys are so funny. My wife and I are listening in the car. I'm like, oh my god. The only reason why we take the time to say all of what we just said for the last three minutes is to thank our loyal listeners and to encourage anyone listening who has an idea, a dream, a passion to do it. Mm -hmm. And I have 
become, through Instagram, a follower of Mel Robbins. And Mel Robbins is not related to Crazy Tony Robbins. She looks kind of like me. She's you cr- talked about her a couple podcasts ago, like how she, she gives you the, some insight or something. She's an inspiration. So like, and she is a great person to motivate people who listen to the goat brain. The woulda, coulda, shoulda, the mm. doubt, the mm-hmm. reasons why you don't do something. And some of what she does and talks about has no application for me because I am super confident. And if That's I want a message received. I don't know, I'm just saying if I want to do something, I usually do it. But Mel <laughs> it Robbins. Depends on the line of credit. <laughs> oh, that's true. And, oh, I, Is it a pay week? I'm in. <laughs> I've got news about line of credit. And Excellent. It's, it's really good. Um, last Sunday on CBS This Morning, I'll give them a little plug, Jane Polly. Mo Rocca did a piece on podcasts and how people are listening when it's convenient for them. And he just he did this whole 15 minute piece. On, on just podcasts and how there's all different topics. Launch, he launched one this year called Mobituaries, wow. where he dives into famous people, their lives and their death and their story and like the, the backstory that people don't know. So He's a great storyteller. He's a great storyteller. And he just talked about how there's, if whatever you're interested in, whatever your Jones is, there's a podcast. There's a podcast for knitting. There's one for cigars. There's one for politics. There's one for true crime aficionados. There's one for beauty lovers. There's something for everyone. So we hope that we here at Snyder on Call... We fit your we fit your menu. Well, we're here to validate the journey, especially for women, especially for mothers, especially for women who do more than just have a career. We're here to support women in all phases of life journey. And uh, we have so much to talk about, Anne. Now, I always do a list. Of course, Anne comes in with absolutely... I come in cold because I can talk about anything. I'm just happy to be out of the house. Anne comes in cold. (laughs) In no particular order. Let me have it. Screen time. Yeah. What we're going to do in 19 to try to limit it a little bit. Ours or theirs? Well, our kids and ours. Okay. Juxtaposed with... The Christmas books that I've received, I've brought them into studio. You're going to review oh, them. Oh, God. Going to talk about my trip to Vegas to see Lady Gaga on Super Bowl Sunday. Up- I, upcoming. I have the itinerary for you. I to saw you staging your outfits. <laughs> They're One more insane than the next. And juxtaposed with your kid's sports team has an away tournament and you turn your kid over to the coach for a road trip, uh, sports trip, which is where... And a, and a 20. Here's a 20. Good four luck. boys and two doubles mm-hmm. at, the, at yeah. the Motor Lodge. Well, I have a lot to say about that because my kid plays travel baseball. So I've been turning my kid over for years. Now, I'm across the street in a better hotel with a better breakfast. I'm in the zip code. I've never sent him alone because, you know, a helicopter. You're crazy. You right. And I like, I mean, I'll go to Lancaster, PA. I'll go to Columbus. I'll go wherever. All right. I'm going to stop you right there because yeah. I don't want you to take the whole segment. Oh, wow. We're going to talk about the Women's Craft Fair, which is what I would call it. It's now being called things like Artisan Market. Oh, Christ. Uh, but I went to one right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, again, we love women in life journey. But who are you people? If you're selling behind. I, I got a lot. I, well, I well, that'll pictures. be a segment. Okay. I have pictures. Okay. We're going to update the latest on my daughter's wedding pictures. Oh, yeah. that The photographer. Mm, don't get into it yet. We're going to come back to it. I, yeah. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit. I know it's been on our list in the past, and I don't know that we've ever dove we're really. Gonna rural. Rural. Re- no. <laughs> rural funerals and weddings. Now, the 
infrequent flyer. Okay. Yeah. Infrequent. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I want to talk about those people. We're going to add that into Vegas. It's somewhat yeah. related. And finally, finally. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better. When it's this cold out, uh-huh. this is when the men folk start to meet their other men folk for yeah. breakfast yeah. meetings yeah. on a Saturday because they're planning golf trips. Yeah, I got that going on. Pete Snyder sending me airfare deals. Want to go here? And uh, what do we have this weekend yeah, in everybody August? Everybody like, ready to yeah, go. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I feel you. I hear you. Oh my gosh, Ann. I mean, is there enough time? Yeah, let's get going. All right. If it resonates with you, please stay tuned. And if it doesn't, it's okay. And if it resonates, please like it and share it with others. Yeah. If you do download it, that might help our metrics. Why are you whispering? They can hear us (laughs) all at the same volume. All right. We'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. Snyder on call. I stand here waiting for you to make the call. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder. Now, Julie, you had mentioned that this is really one of the first official podcasts in January. Now, nothing is more glorious in January than the children going back to school. True. Because when they're home for two, two and a half, three weeks at Christmas time, the only thing going on in my house is my kid's wearing a headset like he's working for the airport and he's got a speaker. <laughs> he's talking to people and they're laughing and I can hear them screaming and gunfire fu- gun coming from the man cave. To what end? To what end? And <laughs> screen time has become the national drug. I believe it has impacted our economy. I believe it's impacted the mental health of Many, Many generations, yeah. not just the youth. It's not just kids. It's adults, too. People are glued to their phones. They're walking around with face in the phone. Yeah. In How about all the accidents people m- have? Mental health, physical health. Yeah. It has definitely impacted physical health because nobody is doing anything but looking on their screens. And they'll do that instead of taking a walk, taking a run, going shopping live in a mall, which is horrible as many people think that is. At least you're physically active versus sitting on a screen and doing it. Nothing drives me crazier than going to dinner with family or friends and everybody is checking that phone on the phone. Like, can't we just have a discussion with each other? Like, I... I hate it. And the addiction and the withdrawal, and uh, one of the things I'm going to quote Mel Robbins says is don't have your phone in your bedroom. No. When you wake up, don't look at your screen for 10 or 15 minutes. No, I can't do that. It's pretty amazing, pretty spectacular to sort of think about how our lives have changed really in the last decade as a result of the constant access Mm -hmm. to everything. So... One of the things that I will admit and acknowledge is I grew up reading books. I grew up as a little girl. My parents took me to the library. I read anything and everything, nonfiction, fiction, probably skewed a little to nonfiction after college, but always went to the library with my children. When they would check out books, I would go to the adult section, new nonfiction. I would always grab a couple of books. And one of the liabilities, victims... I don't know what the right word is. One of the what's casualties, a, casualties, if you will, <laughs> is the fact that I am not reading as many books. 
it makes me sad because I do think reading books is food for your brain. I think it's a preventative from for Alzheimer's, don't you, Anne? I don't know. Come on, doctor. I can't, re- I can't remember. So the reason <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a big reader. I will truth be told, I will get all my news and anything I got to find, I Google. I'm on the computer, the laptop. I'm less likely to sit and read a book. I'm more likely to sit and read a magazine or a newsletter. <laughs> like I I don't have that attention. You like People magazine. I like the People magazine. Like that's my bible. Anything I need to know, I find in the People or I find on, you know, E online entertainment news. I'm, I, you know, CNN, all that. Like, yeah, maybe if something big's going on. So the one boomerang <laughs> result of being on screen all the time and following celebrities and looking at all the New York Times posts, and quite frankly, watching Netflix, is there are ties back to published books. Yes. And this boomerang effect actually is helping keep publishing alive. In fact, consumers are still buying books at record record numbers. And this is not because my daughter works at Amazon Books, but if you ever are in a city that has a brick and mortar Amazon bookstore, I would strongly recommend you go in because the books are curated there so beautifully. Mm -hmm. And it is a great pleasure to read. One of the books surfaced over the holidays was the book of Huggy, Huggy. Hygie. What was the book I gave you? Hygie. Yeah, the little book of Hygie. Yeah, I flipped through that. I uh, haven't implemented any of the techniques, but... Within that discipline is the fact to make yourself comfortable and grab a book and turn off your screens. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to challenge Snyder on call. Listeners and myself, can we... She gave me like a real hard stare. You, yeah. You couldn't see it, listeners, but she gave me like a real I, hard stare on that. I think we need to... For one hour in the evening, from when, and you can pick the hour. It could be the hour before you go to bed. It could be the hour after dinner. It could be the hour. Where are you I, getting this time? You need to take an hour and not touch your phone. Wow. And not be in front of TV. Well, I don't know about that. Okay, that's okay. a different kind of screen. All right, all right. I mean, CBS Evening News ain't going to kill kill you. Right. So that's my challenge, and let's take the challenge. Right. One hour. The other thing I'm going to do now <laughs> is let Anne announce and look at the books that were given to me over this Christmas holiday. And we're going to start with Whiskey in a Teacup, Reese Witherspoon. What Growing Up in the South Taught Me About Life, Love, and Baking Biscuits. She's darling. It, this is a beautiful book, and I did flip through it earlier this month when I was here, but she basically talks all about the food and the comforts and the traditions and the homemaking that she was exposed to growing up in the South. And there's a quote on the back. It says, My grandmother Dorothea always said it was the combination of beauty and strength that made Southern women Whiskey in a teacup. I love it. And I do so, and love And it's a beautiful book. Like I love I love Southern beauty. women. Uh-huh. I love everything about this book. There's I, a recipe for biscuits, gravy, corn salad, the perfect sweet tea. I and mean, don't you love Reese? Mm. And I think that one of the, the neat things about Reese, not only the strength of her brand, because Draper James is her clothing line. 
I think she has done a great job with movies. Her Legally Blonde brand really was a catapult, if you will, into a really high celebrity status. But she still is very approachable. And I just love everything about Reese. I think this book represents the really strong Southern women that I know. And it celebrates both all of their beauty and femininity and their fabulous clothes, a la Gretchen Scott, Sale to Stable. Uh, I mean, every bloody brand that I live for. Heavy endorsement L- episode, by the way. Lily Pulitzer. So if you have not seen Whiskey in a Teacup, I strongly encourage you to either go to the library or go on Amazon and get it because it's a real, it's it's a celebration. And so as we talk about moving off of our phones, sit and read that book for an hour. So that's number one. Okay. Next book that I received for Christmas. Coming out of the gates is called The Book of Joy, Lasting Happiness in a Changing World. And this is by the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu. Oh, I thought it was Mahatma Gandhi. No. I didn't know who that it's, was. On it the says cover. right on the cover who it is. I know. I thought it was Mahatma I Gandhi. Mean. Now, this came from a friend of mine who's a teacher and a librarian. Wow. And so It's being billed as the ultimate source of happiness is life within us. And that's a quote from the Dalai Lama. And then Archbishop Tutu says, we grow in kindness when our kindness is tested. Wow, that's powerful. So that's powerful. Now, now there's a lot of words in this book. Reese had, more, <laughs> Reese had more pictures and pretty things. This is like black and white words, like a lot. And again, a little out. a book like that, you just pack in your suitcase and you read it for an hour. And on the throw plane. it out at the airport. No, you don't throw it. <laughs> I'm and, out. And one of the things that Anne commented on when she came into studio, why don't you go ahead and tell tell listeners? This is where not being on television or screen really is a disservice to Snyder on call because what I walked into is she's trying, friends. She's really trying. There are organized, strategic, thoughtful, neat piles of items clothes clothes books, that I've outgrown clothes that she's outgrown like next to me here there's a whole tote of strategically stacked little clutch and pocketbook handbags that I could easily open it look at it and select the one I like I don't have to go through 15 boxes up in the closet to get what I need there's progress here and I feel there's a pivot I feel that you may have been bitten by that crazy Asian on Netflix who's, like, <laughs> telling you to hang on to stuff and get a garbage bag. Does it and spark joy? Does it spark joy? I have thanked eight pairs of Hanes Her Way white size 10 underpants. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do with before you throw them out. So now the Netflix show's not enough. Now you've got books to support, reference. Two things. Read. Okay. So the first, the first is the hardcover. Hardcover. The life-changing magic of tidying up the Japanese art of decluttering and organizing and short of her saying hey Julie read this book I mean she's talking to you well, wow. credit. Uh, a, ca- I opened to a page. It's called credit card statements. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Another thing to discard are all your credit card statements. What is their purpose? Uh, I've to, got to make to. sure we got the points. <laughs> well, I've got to go shred those, and I have those all in boxes ready to go shred. Oh, wow. So I'm so excited about this journey, and my do you know who's really excited? My husband, Phil Snyder. Yeah, he can't believe. Oh my gosh. He is so tidying excited. up is a dialogue with one's self. I couldn't I, agree more. 
We're starting the journey. Accompanying the purchase of the book is the journal, which I thought would be helpful for me because one of the things that I am is a mass consumer. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Not hoarder. Consi- like you? No, I'm not no, a hoarder. No, no, I don't have like piles of old Edmonds boxes and, and no. dead rabbits in my kitchen. No, but you like to acquire. I acquire, yeah. and now I'm curating. And Anne and I really, what sparked our journey was our weight loss. Yeah, making sure that we move the clothing that we had in our former lives and mm-hmm. our former sizes out, mm-hmm. and then curating the clothes that we can fit. And really, I don't need as many clothes. So I'm starting the journey. I watched the series on Netflix. It's amazing. It I, is. I have not. <laughs> it's amazing. Something about the way she looks annoys me. She's so it's, cute uh, in her little uh, white cardigan. Yeah. That's all. No. Now, you know that's all for show. I don't care. She's dead to me. Because like that's <laughs> whatever. I'm, she brings her translator. I get it. You're tidy. Whatever. But I think, I think she no. speaks fluent English. I'm I, sure she does. It's all a gimmick. <laughs> And all you idiots are watching it and well, buying the She's a multi-millionaire. Well, hit your train to that wagon. Well, I am wagon going to that train. I am going to be on the life-changing magic journey. And Anne, you send you're, me get, a send me a postcard. Get your caboose. <laughs> we'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. Getting tidy. I'm Ann Snyder. <laughs> Because well, no one can read your writing. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. <laughs> no one can read my handwriting. That's chicken, why, chicken scratch. That's why I do a podcast, Ed. One of the things that happened over the holiday season, and I actually took some photos. A friend of mine said, hey, I'm going with all my girlfriends to the Artisan Christmas Market. And it's at this this church that's been reclamated into like a big meeting space Great. in downtown of our city. Wow. But you could really fill it downtown any city. Right. And leading up to it, there was a lot of social media, pictures, join us, no admission fee. No so admission to be clear, fee. as you're saying this, this is going to be, as I hear this, it's a big church hall filled with would-be crafters who are (laughs) making jewelry or making organic soaps or this is their granny's recipe for chutney and they're going to jar it and sell it to you with a cute little label that costs more than the jar, that costs more than the ingredients. And they're going to sell it to you for $12, right? Here is my (laughs) conflict with all of this. Sorry to be so salty. (laughs) I have worked every day since I was 15. Which someone questioned me about that last time. I'm like, yeah, because I was a waitress. I was mm-hmm. uh, I worked every day. Since Even when you were home with your kids, you were selling Avon. Oh, to always, like, always hustling. Always had a job. Yep. And those jobs have really, for the last 35 years, included corporate of some sort, sure. whether it's privately held company, trade association, hospital, health system, foundation, et cetera, et cetera. I always try to put myself in the position of my fellow brethren women (laughs) who for whatever reason I don't want to say failure to launch Mm -hmm. but I want to say have limited their economic capacity to crafting and selling their wares (laughs) 
<laughs> like three times a year. And the things that they have developed and made and sold on the fringe of you don't need any of this stuff. It is, it's clutter. It's, it's probably not FDA approved if it's a hand lotion. Well, and you know, if it's some kind of edible thing, I'm out. Oh, I know. Because like, if I haven't seen your kitchen, if I haven't seen the environment in which it's prepared, I'm out. I don't need the secret cat hair ingredients. (laughs) No thanks. And the other thing that has happened since the creation of going back to the Women's March, (laughs) and you remember the women that knit all of those hats? Oh, yeah. They were called, I hate to even say it. Don't even say it, but they were the pink hat with the little ears. And they had a P adjective. And I'm not even going to say it, but it was upsetting to me. Because I've always felt that that was sort of militant and hostile. Well, it was counterintuitive to what the whole thing was about, to call it that. I was invited to Artisan Market. When I got there, I said, oh, my God, I got to take some pictures. Yes, excellent. I cannot wait. Let me get my glasses on. I am trying to find these pictures. I don't know. I can't do it. Oh, okay, wait. Oh, no, this is when you and I went to Hamilton. Oh, God. That was awesome. I was just listening to that soundtrack. I mean, I mean, I'll have to uh, edit so this. she's trolling for it, and no disrespect. Oh, like if that's wait, your passion, there we go. If that brings there. you joy. Keep doing it. We here we're not crafty. We that's go. why we're judgy. Okay. Here, here. Let's just look at this picture. Oh God. I mean, what is this woman selling? She's selling like felt that she's made from lint in the dryer that she dyes and weaves and looms. (laughs) So then this, and this is one of our listeners. I wonder if she'll let me put her picture on. This woman was a knitter crocheter. So instead of doing like. Not our listener. No. Okay. She held that up for the photo. Okay. Tell them what it is. It's an F-bomb. Oh my God. This woman Someone has crocheted a black ball stuffed with probably cotton batten, a bright pink letter F on it, and then it's got some other crochet yarny nitty at the top creating a a faux fuse. fuse. And our listener can't even believe it. It's an F bomb. Why? Who needs that? Who am I going to give that to? Please, God, don't pull it out from a bag right now. Your feelings will be hurt. And then these weird $25 a pair hammered metal. What are those? Earrings? Yeah. Wow. And here's the thing. There's something for everybody. And like, if if you have a crafty, if you're inspired, go for it. Like, I don't want to take you down, but you, Julie Snyder, have no business going to <laughs> this okay now I'm gonna flag on the play here because honest to God I got that my kid made that no! in like fifth grade for Christmas gift to parents from the Boy Scout it is a compilation of clay pots Tid white. painted white and glued together strategically to create the illusion of being a snowman. With yeah. a poinsettia coming I, out of I, his head. I have it with a poinsettia coming out of his head. Oh, and then the lady that had the <laughs> felt, she makes these necklaces. Oh, my. Felt balls. Picture. All the stuff you peel out of the screen of your dryer <laughs> rolled into like a tight ball, dyed whatever color. They almost look like they're boiled wool. I'm never wearing that. It just makes me hot looking at it. Yeah. You really spent a lot of time at her cubicle. This is her what piece de resistance. What the hell is this now? Oh, 
holy what is this it's a vase or a tower or a sculpture it's now, like a lint volcano <laughs> part pinata part chiminea 350 dollars. Uh, i'm out I, i'm out i didn't even know what to what do. okay so fast forward what'd you buy I bought. Yeah, see, because she can't stay away. All this stuff is shaloo and crap and tchotchke, and she don't need none of it, but she bought some. I, I think I bought some soap. <sighs> I bought soap, which I don't need soap, because when right. we start talking about tidying up, never mind my closet, never mind my gift The products, closet. the linen closet, the samples. The linen. The, I know. Like, I, all I, the little crap you're buying at that weird store in Naples. Like, I'm sure all that's coming to roost somewhere. I've got to I can't wait it. to go shopping, quite frankly. And Marie Coco, <laughs> whatever her name is. Condo. Quan, quan, she is going to teach me how to put it in all different compartments. Well, great. So here's the deal, ladies. It's great that you're doing that, but take that energy and, quite frankly, that creativity. And instead of diminishing it to three times a year at a craft fair. Or or as my husband calls it, crap fair. (laughs) Or are you going to the crap show? Figure out what the market needs, what the market wants. Get a really great social media site going. And And never leave your house. uh, I don't know. I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted, too, because as much as I hate the craft fair and the artisan market and whatnot, I do applaud women having the gumption and the go-getterness to, like, have a little business for themselves. So I don't want to, like, snuff out anybody's passion, but just not for us. And a a lesson to retailers, because we have a friend who owns a very (laughs) successful store, Red Siren, Another she, endorsement. This she we, we need sponsored dollars this <laughs> okay. episode. Really, she participated in a different artisan market that went for four Sundays at a historic hotel. The vendors that were there were a little more upscale, a little more. Our friend JB was there with her Stella and Dot. <sighs> people selling clothes. It was a little bit nicer higher end. caliber sure. monogram pieces right. but no snowman clay pot scout there. bags sure. it, yeah it, it, i mean a scout bag is very it. different than a burlap tote for sure and maybe i'm maybe i'm just being snobby i don't know and but mm. I, I, I don't know right. enough said enough said goodbye we'll be back <laughs> So welcome back to Snyder on Call. This is what I might call tips for taking trips without paying tips. <laughs> we like, one of we our, like it. One of our favorite segments. And we'll start, speaking of no tips, when your son is staying four to a room at the Motel 8 in Gettysburg, PA. Here's I, a tip. When he gets home, throw everything in a barrel and light it up. Like, don't even try to wash it. That's bleh. This weekend marks the first trip that our son has taken with his squash team for school to play a tournament in Pennsylvania far far away from our little upstate New York town part of the trip was packing his bag did they give you a list they didn't give us a list but this kid would not have packed toothbrush or deodorant I've traveled with him yeah he travels light <laughs> he traveled light clothes he, on his back and, a, he wanted and to his bring, headphones yeah he wanted to bring a school backpack with like two pairs of underwear and a squat and a pair and of a shorts. toothbrush yeah yeah I was no. like no and then Phil thought he might give him uh, $40. And I said, not enough. Get Make it 60 make it 80 Like, just in case. The team's going to feed him. 
Uh, no, they have to buy. We had to pack a lunch because they were going to eat on the bus oh, all the way down. Then they were going to make one more stop. Then they p- started playing squash Friday at four o'clock. Yeah. They left at nine a.m. Bring, the bring your headphones, curtail your liquids. And <laughs> then they had a match at four and at five thirty and at seven. And so then we're like all going to hunker tournament. down at the Hampton. Then go, for free breakfast. <laughs> go over to Hampton, four to a room. Feels like four. My husband's like, no, it wouldn't yeah. be. It sure is. Teenage boys sleeping in the same bed together, no questions. One of the parents said that when their son went on this trip the first time, he came back and said that he had to sleep on the floor. Yeah. Sleeping on the floor of a hotel room is like the one place you don't want your body. Yeah. So then today they have back-to-back-to-backs, and then they get back on the bus right after lunch. Tonight. And pull in probably right as my husband and I are sitting down to see Seinfeld live at 7 o'clock. Tonight? He's doing a 7 o'clock and a 9 o'clock. See, I don't even know where we, that's happening. Sold out. Downtown? Chase Buffalo wow. sold out. Of course, he always sells out. It's, you guys go every time he comes. I have seen him every time in Buffalo. Wow. And he added a second show. And then you he, go into that one too, weirdo? No, no, but he flies, literally flies in on his own jet right nope. out of Teterboro. No kidding. Does the shows. He is back with Jessica, Upper West Side. Yeah. By sleeping, 11 in, o'clock. sleeping in his own yeah, bed. By 11 o'clock. Why I wouldn't mean, you? That's why he does all these East Coast cities. Looking forward to that. But the problem we're talking about now is when the kids' bus gets back from the squash tournament, we're going to be on set number two. Is this where you Uber? Yeah. I send an Uber. She sends an Uber. It's the most ridiculous parenting. Here, get in the car with a stranger. Good luck. I sent him by Uber. We've got that. And the complete opposite of that, Anne, is... Is your own personal (laughs) travel. (laughs) This Friday morning at at 7.58, I hop on a Southwest nonstop. Direct. Sin City. Wow. The po- one of the poodles is flying in from Florida. Okay, so because uh, I was going to say, like, that poodle ain't flying southwest. That poodle's flying nonstop, I think, on Frontier or mm-hmm. De- Delta or something. Mm-hmm. We meet in Vegas. I have the a complete itinerary that is probably too much detail for our listeners. But yeah. You so th- you're flying alone. And I'm all the other members alone. of your party are getting She's themselves there. Alone. When I land on my itinerary, I say, Julie will stop at CVS near airport. <laughs> For booze. Pick up bar items, mixers, snacks. We have booked. Now, I, listeners, I will tell you this. If you've gone up the throughway with Julie just a couple hours to a conference, if you've gone to Florida with Julie, if you've gone to Europe with Julie, <laughs> Julie likes a blow-by-blow, day-by-day itinerary. I will reference a couple episodes ago when Julie and her family were going to the Grand Canyon uh, for a couple days. like awesome. Two years yeah. ago. One o'clock, everyone gets up. One o five. Everyone gets dressed. One ten. Coffee. <laughs> well, the reason why I like an itinerary, no surprises. is because this bucket list trip to take my daughters to Vegas, and one daughter said she really wanted to see Gaga, Jazz and Acoustic, not Enigma, two different shows, was booked back in October. The one poodle with her daughter who lives in Southern California said we're in yeah and i said thank you because i love as much as i love traveling with my daughters you need a traveling with another mom is like all i need it level sets we booked a penthouse suite with an adjoining room why wouldn't you and it was a little expensive jeez you're kidding in fact and let's just take a look because i have my itinerary here the penthouse suite 
This is just, now. Let's not. My mother will slap you silly if you discuss price. Like oh, this is okay. this is it's okay. gauche. But it's right. it's extravagant luxury bucket list item. Several more than hundred dollars. Well, this, this <laughs> relates to our other conversation, which is about lines of credit. Yeah. Okay. Because this trip occurs before annual bonus is even known right. or received. So we're top loading with the hope and the wing and the prayer that we get a little something on the back end. So dinner Friday night is at Tau at the Venetian, and then we're going to play slots. Then Saturday morning, we all have spa appointments at the Bellagio. Now, when you make a spa appointment at the Bellagio, you have access to the women's spa all day. The women's spa at the Bellagio includes four separate hot tubs in a big shared space. Do you go naked or bathing suit? I don't know. I think a bathing suit. So like, pause. (laughs) I think a bathing suit. So many things about that sentence make me real. And I'm going to take Community, hot tub, (laughs) naked. Like, I'm out. I'm out. God, have fun. The steam room, the sauna room, your own locker, your (sighs) own slippers robe. It is so, you're not allowed to use your cell phone. Well, thank God. It's uh, okay. probably got more germs on it than the bench you're sitting so on. So we all have different massages. Coconut massage for my one daughter, hot stone for the other. I'm going for the exfoliating treatment, which includes laying on the Vichy table and they, <laughs> they scrub a dub. And then this big water wave just pours Yeah, I've been to the car wash. I know how it works. (laughs) I see, like, they lube up the vehicle, and then they turbo hose and power wash all the crustacean. Yeah, good luck. You've been super kissed. (laughs) Good luck. No, you have no, and you have no idea. Remember when you hit, I got two words for you. Remember when you hit that seaweed wrap. (laughs) Well, that didn't smell good. That left a lingering odor. But anyway, after all those massages, hydrate, hydrate, my sister Anne. So this just shows how the circle grows. My sister Anne, cancer survivor, says, I'm in love. And I said, you know what? Come on. Bucket list. They're staying at the Bellagio. Her husband loves to gamble. And she said, He's going to have You could park that weekend. dude at a table and I'll see you at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she goes, It's the best weekend for Vegas. I said, Why? She goes, Super Bowl. Oh. I go, Oh my God. That's why my suite is so expensive. $1 million. Because it's Super Bowl weekend in Vegas. So, anyway, so we're going to do spa that night. We're going to have dinner at Giada at the Cromwell. Now, Super Bowl Sunday, mm-hmm. we're going to start with brunch. We're going to go dinner pre-show at Prime Steakhouse. And now the circle gets bigger because Sandy and Allie Kay mm-hmm. are also coming to Vegas. Another mother-daughter dynamic and team. And they're going to be there. So then we're going to go drinks and slots after. And then I fly out the next day at 930 in yeah. the morning. With like a raging rash, a belly full no. of beef, <laughs> no. and like zero available credit. My liquidity. So this is the good news. Speaking of credit lines, mm-hmm. I w- post wedding, as you know, a number of moves. Yeah, it's all it's all a house of cards. Okay, it's all a house of cards. And like, a four hundred one. I've been in more loan. more budget meetings with you, like. Ugh. And I was starting to get a little nervous given timing of said bonus and trip to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And do you know I got two emails, one from my Ritz Carlton visa. <laughs> Which is a card that is literally made of metal. Telling me that based on my excellent 
uh, spending history. Spending history. They were upping my credit limit by another six thousand. Christmas Day. It's going from it's nineteen Day. to twenty-five. Yeah. And I think that they whispered to my friends at the Delta American Express Gold Card because we got a live one. I got an email from them. They too, based on my excellent expense. <laughs> record or taking me from 19 to 26. What you can't see, listeners, is her eyes are glassed so over. Jesus has she, heard me. She, I now have this, enough what money. What we are listening to, to is a psychotic card. break. The entire like, Vegas trip all paid for on credit pending said bonus. Bonus that I sure hope come. She's shaking a little bit. I'm so excited. See, this is the thing. I'm going to go back to Mel Robbins. Please don't take a line of credit to gamble. No, I'm not going to ever. I would never. Well. And I've paid all my bills. I got paid yesterday. I paid all my bills. I have $1,000 plus probably 500 over at the credit union. Wow. And I'm going to take cash for gambling. Everything else goes on those two cards now, for 1500 cash going to get you out of the airport to the I lobby know. where you're staying. Like, I know how you let it ride. I do two to 300 a day in slots. And I believe, because I'm already channeling my luck, given all of my previous wins, mm-hmm. and I've, I've really always come out on top, other than one trip, <laughs> that this is the trip that I am going to be the big winner on a progressive slot. Yeah, I, you're a big winner, listen, all right. No, okay. No, listen, so what listen, now? No, what do okay, you have just in listen. St- It's January 26, 2019. Our February, I'm telling you, Anne, it is going to happen. I am imaging it and I it's time for me to really hit it big in Vegas on the slots. I'm telling you this I is my trip. could trip. not be more alarmed right now. <laughs> uh, what do you, now given all that you've just said in the p- previous couple segments like what what shopping plans do you have? Very little. Porter, no, very little. Because, as you saw when you came through guest room, Uh I've already staged an outfit for virtually every event that I've read to you. Mm -hmm. I've got a Lily Pulitzer lounge Mm -hmm. pants. I've seen it I've got lovely pajamas. I don't need any sleepwear, loungewear. I don't need any sneakers. I think you need like a a tranquilizer. You are literally like, you are in a haze. Here's the deal. Let's and all just let's all well, just make a note. If this, she's not going to spend X amount of money on gambling, she's not going to buy anything. So when we're back together in February, <laughs> this is going to be real awkward and weird for you. So we'll close out on that. Okay. But I'm going to say good luck to you. Can I just say one more thing? Yeah. If I do win, when I win, not mm. if, when I win, mm-hmm. next trip to Vegas. Yeah. It's going to be Snyder on call. Well, I, I welcome the opportunity, but I'm not packing yet. Okay. Unreal. I'm going to take you in and we're going to go live. Okay. We'll be right back <laughs> because I am so lucky on Wheel of Fortune and it's my time. What about Monopoly? Well, I like the Monopoly slot too. All right. Both of them have paid me well. Look out. She's coming. I'm coming. Wow. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder, and also mother of the bride. Well, we're still riding that wave. So when last we spoke, you were having what I'm going to call some serious challenges getting product as promised from the wedding photographer. And I know off air you've been keeping me abreast of that ongoing 
email exchange. So why don't you let the listeners know where we're at? So as you know, daughter married mid-October, waiting three months, Mm -hmm. 90 days for photos. Mm -hmm. Daughter reached out to photographer, and you're going to have to listen to podcast 40 to hear how he responded to my voicemail, which was by sending Phoebe an email. Chicken. Basically talking about his divorce. Personal life challenges that have now peppered into and polluted his professional business. And we know that literally you cannot poke the bear too hard because he holds all the power. Because he's still got your images. If he's a listener, I would caution him not to poke this bear. And your your $5,000. And you signed the contract, so he should be communicating with you. So after reading that, on Sunday, January 20th, I wrote this. Good morning. Phoebe forwarded your email responses to her regarding my voicemail message to you Mm pre-Christmas. I am sorry to hear that you have had a difficult year personally and professionally. We retained you because your work is amazing. Thoughtful images, beautifully edited, and I trusted that the key images of my daughter's October 19th wedding and reception would be captured for our friends and family and most importantly, for the bride and groom. I'm not going to say their names again. You've already done it. We didn't hire a videographer. We didn't ask family to capture key parts of the wedding or reception because I've been to events where others got in the way of the professional photographer. This usually resulted in less than great professional images and also impacted guests' experience. We trusted you to capture the most important moments of our collective family's amazing day. I know that some images were shared with Phoebe for her Christmas card and that on December 1st, you posted a collection of images from our daughter's wedding on your website representative of your great work. While I was happy to see those images shared out to help promote your business, I found it disingenuous because not then, nor now do we have access to the finished collection. We have not been able to provide friends and family with images and gifts from the ceremony and reception. I know your message to my daughter noted if we could let you know what images we wanted, you would do your best to get them to us. I have no way to respond to that. We want all of our images. We are literally at your mercy to get the collection of images we contracted with you and paid for from in a reasonable manner and without waiting additional weeks or months. We have now surpassed the 90 days since the wedding, and I am hopeful you will respond with a date you will be able to meet your obligation. Phoebe has not heard from you since your email and has no idea how to respond to that communique. Thank you for your prompt response to me regarding status. And I put in parentheses, I am the signatory on the contract so here comes how long after i didn't notice the dates i know he's responded and i'm sure you're going to share it how long after does he respond to that you sent that on the 20th in the morning the next day the 21st at 8 43 at night so i'm going to have you (laughs) you need your glasses (laughs) that font is small taking the role of the photographer is Anne. so here's his response hi julie Thank you so much for your compliments. Please realize that in order to produce amazing work, 
every image is poured over and examined and edited thoroughly, which takes massive amounts of time to go through thousands of images per wedding. I don't have a team. It is just me doing the work. I realize when you hired me, you didn't expect to have an extended turnaround time, nor did I. The last year has totally flipped my world upside down as a result of my personal life. And for that, my deepest apologies to you and your family that has extended into my business. My main obstacle is that I have had to take on a full-time job while managing a whole new way of life, as well as having to move twice to get settled into a new way of living. That has seriously cut into my ability and time to edit, and I got incredibly behind, which has snowballed over the fall. My typical turnaround when things were normal in the fall-winter, which is the busiest season, is about two to three months. This year, this season is anything but normal. And for that, I know it is not your fault. But it is my reality, and I am working through it the best I can, day by day. I realized when I sent the message offering to drop what I was doing to try and find a few images for you guys that you might want to to be printed possibly that you wanted all your gallery so you could be viewed and so they could be viewed and downloaded I totally get it just as I realized the same of clients of the wedding I am currently working on that came before you guys jeez I'd love to connect with them however I was offering what I could to try and help kindest regards <laughs> and then he signs it so still no resolution still no photo images and still the guy's been paid and still he is blaming his poor business exchange on his personal life drama I, I, I'm telling you so now ever- so if he's working on a wedding that happened before you guys is it the weekend before you yeah. guys or right. is it like three months before you guys and again I've got attorneys I've got advisors I've got thugs i mean i could call on the mafia but i am this guy is literally holding me hostage yep because if i do one thing i am not going to ever get my pictures right and i went back over the contract and i'm trying to think when i signed what does it say i signed this contract november 30th 2017 right what does it say delivery will be dramatic pause it says high res digital files will be sent to the bride and groom within three to four weeks of the published edited wedding images if included in the package. The wedding gallery will be available for online viewing for 180 days. Clients will have the limited right to make and use copies of the digital images provided for their own use in email and personal webs. Photographer will furnish the client with a written release, which will allow the client to make copies, prints, and other reproductions for personal, non-commercial use and distribution. Photographer retains copyright in all images created and will have the right to make reproductions for portfolio samples, self-promotion, and professional competition. Upon receipt of high-res files, client accepts all responsibility for archiving and protecting the photographs. Photographer does not permanently archive image files and photographer is not responsible for the lifespan of any digital media provided or for any future changes in digital technology i don't know i give them another 30 days and i I, go crazy yeah i mean and then once you do have images and you have everything in your possession perhaps a review or critique of said services oh i'm going online and i'm going to bring them down believe me Wow. I, I don't care if they're the best images ever. He's getting, re- I mean, 
I got to get those pictures. Right. There's a difference between being a good photographer and being a good business person. And for him, it's a disconnect. And I mean, and really, I will say the images we have seen so yeah, far and the stunning. images that Phoebe has shared on her Christmas card are, are beautiful. They are beautiful. But I am telling you, we have so many listeners whose children are getting to that wedding age. Mm-hmm. And I Cautionary will, tale. Yeah. I will tell you that we really did have a home run of a wedding. And it's not like the caterer messed up or the cake was a mess or the flowers disappointed. So I would say the one thing this guy's got going for him is that this was a destination wedding and you don't live in his zip code. <laughs> well, I, I mean, he should count himself a lucky. I will tell you because of the letter that I wrote to the CEO of the Kessler Collection, the Grand Bohemian, Mm -hmm. they would love for us to come down as their guests for any visit. Katie got her spa. Good. Our our beautiful catering person there was so touched by our letter. Anytime we want to come as their guests. Yeah. How you doing? Guess what, Cray Cray? Photographer. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. She's got a place to stay. Uh, and, and I know I got a trusty sidekick on this that's one. That's right. That's right. All You've right. been warned. We'll be right back. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. Snyder. On call, on the road. <laughs> on the run. <laughs> Get me my pictures. <laughs> So welcome back to Snyder on Call. We're just finishing up. Great coffee, great conversation. The dog is sitting on a beautiful old comforter right by the radiator, as happy as could be. We have made it through, we think, the worst of winter. We're not sure. The sun is shining today. And with this time of year comes thoughts of spring, spring cleaning. Anywhere warmer. Besides my own trip. My husband is actually not here this morning. Do you know why, Anne? I do know why, and I think you should tell our listeners why. My husband gets up this morning and As sa- he does every Saturday does, morning as- to meet with these fellows. And says, I'm going to go have coffee with the guys. We're kind of thinking about a golf trip. There is something so validating and positive that... I love that my husband does outside of work, outside of being a husband, an amazing father. And that is having a circle of friends, a bromance, if you will. And being able to be with these guys and plan trips and get the hell out of Dodge and do so without any sort of hindrance Mm -hmm. to just taking a break. I don't know where he's going or when he's going, but I think he's going to come back. But this morning was a summit meeting to discuss. And I think that there's going to be a trip. Now, they did the Masters once, and they loved it. It was a bucket list trip. Sure. And they did do some golfing down in Augusta. But I don't think it's going to be that. I think it might be Florida, and we might tag team on to the end or the beginning with uh, the kids' February break or the kids' spring break. So so you've already inserted yourself into that trip. Well, a little bit, maybe. I don't right. know. I mean, I'm just saying there's there's a lot of travel coming up. and I Good luck that, at those airports. Well, guess what? We're back in business. Mm. So the funny thing about this, and I mean, we're not a political show. At all. You know, did Nancy Pelosi win? Did Donald Trump win? I'll tell you who lost. The federal employees, yeah, federal contractors, yeah, P- 
people that were literally used as pawns for terrible reasons and the lack of respect for the impact of not working for a month. If you if I went a month without a paycheck and if I went two weeks without a paycheck, yeah. like my whole physical plan's shutting down. Yeah. What happened yesterday morning was the head of the FAA said we're we're not gonna be able to get planes in and out of LaGuardia. Yep. So guess what? The that, whole That's wor- what it took. That's what that was the tipping point. Yep. Because the whole world come to a stop. And you you shut down Wall Street, you shut down industry, business, commerce, and mm-hmm. you run the risk between TSA, thinly staffed, and those FAA towers, mm-hmm. thinly staffed. Yep. That's Re- where, recipe for disaster. Yeah, that's where the American people said that's uh-uh. it. And I don't often, I can't remember the last time, but I was going to call our, our congressman and say, guys. Uncle. Yeah. Because I was that mad. So I'm glad that that got resolved, especially because I'm going to Vegas. Especially because you got to fly commercial (laughs) on Friday. (laughs) And I got to make sure that I get there. But trips are important. And this time of year, tidy up, get organized. Ann and I off radio, off session, Mm -hmm. are going to go through our Ideal You Phase 4 workbook. Because I feel like we we need a refresher. We're going to go downstairs, get a glass of water, and have a tune-up. Okay. 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 All right. Well, I can't wait for the next episode. We'll be post Vegas, post Gaga, post big crazy casino win and trip where you bought nothing. I can't. <laughs> I can't it. hear to how much hear how much you lost and see your purchases. <laughs> and I, I'm sure our listeners will be on the edge of their seat well, to say, "Yes, Anne, you were right." Well, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> it won't be the last. <laughs> it won't be the last. Ladies, oh, and also can't wait to see the $250 official Lady Gaga program book that you're going to think is so awesome and beautiful that you had to buy it all the while you're decluttering that kind of crap up right in my studio space. Collector's item. Mm. Limited edition. Those words when I hear (laughs) them. When she hears that, there's an exclusivity that rings true, and she like it. I love it. We'll be back soon, ladies. Thank you for listening, liking, and sharing. This is Julie Snyder. This is Ann Snyder. Stay warm. Thanks for being with us on (laughs) Snyder on Call. Make it a great day.
Cause they will be a flaws, cause they will be Way that you chill and scream 